This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. So let's get this mastermind meeting rolling because we got some things that we want to talk about. Um, most importantly, can't do anything without these sponsors. These are our people. Um, they really, truly are. But I'd like to take this in a different direction like Cash likes to do. I think it's important that sometimes we read books and stuff from other people that have done famous things or whatever, whether they're in our industry or outside. And we're not necessarily always looking at trying to figure out how I can get better revenue per client or how I can get more Google reviews or how we can do all this stuff. It's more of what made that, what made Steve Jobs successful, right? It's that more of why did George Washington, why was he in a position to elevate to what, uh, to be becoming uh, our second president of the United States? There really was, you know, there was another one. But anyways, the, how did we, how did that come about? Don't correct him, guys. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. George Washington was the first president, but hey, don't, don't interrupt him. He was actually the second, but yes, there was a, there was another one when they all, when we were, what was it? The articles of uh, confederation or whatever, there was actually, uh, okay. Same before. Gotcha, name gotcha. Was, yeah. His name was James something or something like that. But anyways, he's on a roll. What I want to do is I want to talk about that stuff with you, Billy. I want to talk about like, it's yes, we know you have a military background. One of the things that really drove home to me with you, Billy, was the fact that uh, you had said Jason, when I was a military recruiter, I had figured out that there was like five different types of people out there that were going to get recruited. And I figured out five marketing techniques to hit each one of them with and then da, 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 da. And that was something you had said on the very first conversation we had. And that really kind of stuck with me. But take us back to what I want to know about you is, is when did you become, did you get a doctorate of finance? And when, I mean, and when did that come about? And I mean, when you got out of high school or whatever, and you went right into the military, what did that look like? Yeah, you? I didn't get, I didn't go right into the military. I went to University of Southern California. So I graduated from high school in 1978. And I graduated from University of Southern California in 1982. I graduated May 30th, and I joined the military June 2nd. So I already knew that I was going in. I just my father wouldn't allow me to go into the military right out of high school, though I wanted to. He made me go to college first so that I'd have something to fall back on. So you wanted to so, go into the military from the beginning? Oh, yeah. My dad was in for 35 years. It's uh, all I ever wanted to do. Uh, all I ever wanted to do as a child was be in the military. Okay. You know, well, Didn't want to be an astronaut. Didn't want to be a firefighter. Didn't want, I only wanted to be in the military. When you went into the military, what would you go in as? I, I went in, you mean rank or position or what rank my job? And position, rank and position. Okay, well, I, went in as, I went in because I had a college degree already. I went in as an E4, which was a specialist, okay, E4. Okay. And my first job was a ground surveillance radar crewman, okay, because I wanted to be a military police officer, but there were no slots available at that time for, for my rank. 
And so, and that's because if I had been a private, I could have walked right in as a military police officer, but I couldn't. So I was a ground surveillance radar crewman. And then right about two years in, I was allowed to go to military police school. And then I was a military policeman through my entire career until I became a recruiter, which you're selected to be a recruiter. It's not a job that you apply for, it's whatever. They look at your records and go, this is the kind of soldier we want representing us. And so they they selected me to be a recruiter. Now, I had a leg up because my dad was force comm commander. Force comm commander meaning if there were boots on the ground in the United States, they worked for my father. So I, you know, it, this was a lot of nepotism. Let's be honest. This was a lot of nepotism in all of this as well. And gotcha. so I went, I went to him and said, hey, I really want to, I want to take this recruiting thing because I had already finished my master's, but I literally couldn't finish my PhD. It took me 17 years from the time I graduated from college to get my PhD. It took me 17 years of going to wow. Central Texas College and University of Maryland and all these other little classes where I could get in. So I needed to be in one stable place. So finally, I went to him and said, I've got an idea about recruiting, but I need to be a recruiter to do it. And so he got me, he pulled some strings, got me on as a recruiter, got me selected to be a recruiter. And then at that point, I started the Army College Recruiting Program. My idea was we, we always go after these high school kids, right? That's what recruiters pr primarily do. But something like 75 or 80% of the kids that start college never finish, but something like 90% of them have debt. So it's like I go to school for a year, Never finish a college degree, but yet I still have college debt. Yeah. So to me, that made sense to go after those kids from a recruiting standpoint. So that's that's how Army College Recruiting came about. And I started that at Alabama A&M University. And that was like 1997, something like that. And then when I retired, I started with, this is so funny. I started with a $50,000 budget, right? That's what they gave me for the year. $50,000 budget. I was Alabama A&M, the whole deal. When I retired in 2003, it was a $2.7 billion budget, and there were 2,700 recruiters. That's how successful that recruiting command became. Okay, But not just, not just because of me, because I don't want to say, oh, it was because of me. It was because I found the right niche. That's all right. what it was. I found the right niche. See? So much to be learned in that right there. So much. Mm -hmm. And then, Billy, you got out and you went in. Weren't you an Allstate agent or something like that? I started out as an Allstate hiring manager. That was my first job with Allstate. When I retired, I got hired on by Ken Branch, who was uh, one of the directors of Allstate, to be a recruiting guy for Allstate. Since I was a recruiter in the military and they were trying to recruit Allstate agents, it was all good. What changed me over to the agent part, I was in an agent's office. His name was uh, George Gray. He was the longest running African-American insurance agent that Allstate had ever had, right? I went into his office. I was talking to him. He said, you know what? You're, you're a smart guy. We appreciate you, but you don't know shit about insurance. So you're recruiting agents when you don't even know what they do. You know, he says, if you really want to know what we do, become an agent. So I said, well, let me take a look at this. Let me see if it makes financial sense. So I started doing all my my work and started doing everything. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. This these agents are making money for sitting on their butts. 
They're going out to play golf every day. They're going on their boats. They're doing whatever. And these were average agents. I understand these were not like mega superstar agents. These were just your average agent that stuck around, had five or 6,000 customers. They were making a humongous living. And then I said, and again, I never wanted to be an agent, but what I did, I wanted to look at the investment side. I said, so everyone's investing in carriers. Everyone's investing in insure tech. Everyone's investing in everything around the agencies but nobody's investing in the agencies. So for me, that was a no brainer, okay? So then I went and there was a little agency in Mundelein, Illinois, where I was living. And I went and I invested in that agency, took that agency over, started running it. And the rest kind of went from there. Boom, boom, boom. Was there anybody along the line that helped you understand uh, the investing, that investing was probably a better option than actually running an agency? Like actually yeah, uh, it and running it. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett helped me to understand that. Would you so do you mind sharing that story? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm part of the mastermind group that meets in Omaha every other year. And so these are some of the, I mean, Mark Cuban is a part of it, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, you know, I mean, like big, big, big boys, right? And I went because the military paid for me to go my first time ever going. It was because I had such a big command. They wanted me to be involved in that part of it. And then after that, I was like, hmm, let me go on my own. It's $25,000, okay? And you go and you spend time. And while I was there and talking with all these guys, what I was hearing was investment, 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 okay? So I'm going to deviate here just for a second. Jason, you know how I am. I like to teach while I'm talking right. as well. That's fine. Yep. yep. Okay, guys, there are six ways that you make money. Let me, I'm on my, my Android phone going into my notes of my Android phone. Okay, you, you guys go. know how I am about that. There are six ways that you make money, that you really become successful. So take notes if you guys are taking notes. We call it the 3I3CB. Okay, 3I. Three C B. The three I's are invent, innovate, or invest. So you either invent something brand new, you innovate something, meaning you take something that already exists and you make it better, or you invest in something. Okay. The three C's are create, okay, community. Hold on, what's that other C? Hold on one second. Because I don't use that other C very often. Oh, yeah, it's create. Create something. Innovate. Create. Connect. There we go. Okay. So create, connect, or build a community. So create. The difference between invent and create is create is like music, movies, writing a book, something like that that's creative out of your head. Connect is what insurance, like lead providers, they connect people who want insurance with people who sell insurance. Google is a connector. Facebook is a connector, okay? Okay. And so, and then build a community, meaning you build a large niche or large community and you either sell to that community or you sell access to that community. And then, of course, there's build a business around any of the three I's, around any of the three C's. That's what the B is for. So three I, three C, B. It's convoluted, so let me clean it up. Invent, okay, innovate or invest, create, connect, or build a community. 
and then build a business around the three I's or the three C's. So when we're sitting there and they break it down to its simplest level, when I looked at everything and I looked at insurance, I saw that insurance was a connector. We, as agents, we connect the, the prospect or the customer with the carrier. So that's how we make our money as a connector. But what I didn't see was an investment part. I didn't see people investing in the insurance agency. They invested in everything around it. So I wanted to make sure that I was involved in the investment part of the insurance agency. I know that's a long answer to a short question, but hopefully you guys took the 3I, 3C, B out of it. Because if you think about that, you really can't break building, becoming a millionaire or billionaire down to its very simplest levels. That's true. I like that. I like that. Anybody have any any thoughts on any uh, anything that Billy's talking about so far? Muhammad, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Muhammad, Muhammad. No, yes. I agree with, no, I no, I agree with what you're saying. I completely agree with that. I'm on the the the, the community part. You know, I'm trying to build my my thing is very niche. You know, I, I deal with my community members only. You know, and if anybody else comes in, not that I don't want them, but they usually don't feel fit the mold that we have here. So we kind of do the same thing what you're talking about the, with the three C's, you know, community. We build off of that. And that's all we go after day in, day out in different cities, different states. So, and the thing is, you're either going to sell to that community or you're going to sell access to that community. So you take someone like a Gary V. He built this huge community, right? But mm -hmm. then he sold stuff to that community, but he also sells access to that community. If you want to get to his community, you're going to pay him some money. That's the same thing with Kylie Jenner or the Kardashians or any of those. Why, why is it that companies pay them $100,000 to do a tweet? Because they want access to that community. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, 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 it's just the way my brain just thinks. And maybe it's, it's not the same thing, but it is. But I, I think I, I, I was watching uh, Tiger Woods. And it, for the first time, it had occurred to me that I pay good money for Nike shirts because they're good quality and maybe they have Adidas or Nike on them, right? But it's funny because Nike pays Tiger to wear the shirt. Mm -hmm. So I'm paying Nike to wear the shirt and Nike's paying Tiger to wear the shirt. I think that's a big separator between – I don't know exactly what that means, but I, I'm just – it's it's a No, it does. It does. It means that, that because Tiger has built a community. And that's the whole deal. So they're paying for access to Tiger's community. Yes, there we it's go. the same thing with it's you and I. So let's take this. I remember five, six years ago when you and I met, you didn't have brain share. You were an agent that was still learning, that was still growing, that was still doing whatever. So you hadn't built a community that people would pay for access to your community yet. OK, yeah. I had started to build that community, which is why people paid me to speak. And I remember the very first time you and I talked. I was speaking at a young agents conference and I'm not sure if I was in Illinois or Dallas or wherever I was, but I told you right then and there, dude, you're, you're onto something and you're going to be something. You're going to be an influencer in this community. I know you are. I can see it. Right. Mm -hmm. So now the years have gone by. What's happened is you've built this community. You built this credibility. You've built this, this thing where you're the expert. And now people like, well, I won't name them, but all your sponsors pay you to have access to your community. Correct. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. 
Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Let me ask you this, Billy. Mm-hmm. Taking this into the agents here in this call, how do we create a situation where we're selling access to our clients? If you want to go neon in it, that's where some of that stuff is coming from, right? But like as an agent that's not neon or whatever and is saying, mm-hmm. okay, I've created this community as Muhammad has. He's created this community and he's selling things to them. How does he as an agency owner sell access to them? Well, that's why you do things like community events. That's events. That's why you have networking events. Like one of the things that agents don't do, and it really bothers me, and I've been talking about this for years, they don't do conference calls. They don't do webinars. They don't do anything that brings a large community together because if they did, they could sponsor that. So they could go out and say, like Muhammad as an example, Muhammad could say, I'm going to have all of these non-standard Okay, non-standard agents or non-standard customers and non-standard prospects, and I'm going to have them on this conference call. So I'll probably end up with six, seven hundred of these folks on the conference call. Hey, Mr. or Mrs. Real Estate Agent, 500 bucks, I can feature you on my conference call. Mr. or Mrs. Muhammad, who are some of your best referral partners? I have a few set of customers that just refer the heck out of me. I mean, then every time they... I talk with them. Hey, I send you this, but I have a I have a good 10, 15 people that send me stuff all almost all the time. Okay, so now those 10 or 15 people should be an event. So that means you say, guys, I'm going to put together a conference call, put together a webinar, put together a, a networking event, and I need for you guys to each chip in 500 bucks so that I can put this thing together. Now you're paying for access, and here's the thing: momentum leads to more momentum. So that means if you do this with five or six, the next time you do it, you'll have 10. And the next time you do it, you'll have 15. So as an example, I did the Fix My Insurance Agency workshops last year, right? Only thing I was thinking about was bringing in agents so that I could learn what I was doing, figure out what agents needed to do and and do everything. But now this year, people are paying for access to that community. So Hawksoft and Vertifor and Applied and Insurance Agent App and ePay Solutions and all these, these are now sponsors that are coming in to get access to that community that I built over last year or so. Hmm. so um, you know, I also, I've also heard about like uh, people, I think uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Paradiso does it um, to where he has like a partners program to where he would go to some of his clients and say, um, hey, if my P- if someone comes and says, hey, I'm uh, insured of Paradiso Insurance, you let's set up an arrangement where they get 10% off. And yep. then I'm going to create a partners program on my website. And I'm going to send that out in my contacts, emails, letting my customers know that, hey, if you go to these places, not only are they insured by us as clients, but you get this you get this discount there, you know, or you get a free Sunday whenever you go to Dairy Queen because of that. And I guess in a way that's kind of selling access. It's, in absolutely, a way it's absolutely the same thing. So you have four types of referral partners. 
you have direct referral partners, branding partners, networking partners, and resource partners. A, a direct referral is, hey, send me a customer. A branding partner is put my information where your people can see it. A networking partner is put me in front of your people and let me talk to them. Okay. And then a resource partner is share or give me resources that I can distribute to my network that brands who you are. So that's what Chris is doing. Mm. And we all can do that. So uh, Car Wash Tuesdays, you know, where we live in here in, in, a Mundo, in Mansfield, Texas, we have Car Wash Tuesdays where ladies can get their car wash for $5. Well, our smart agents in the area, they actually promote that. And they'll take those coupons and they'll give them out to new customers to or send them out as part of an email because we're utilizing the resources of other people to keep our brand strong. Gotcha. Okay. But, from a con but let's keep this simple because I don't want to go so over the top big that no one can right. use it. Okay. So let's go back to how do we become connectors? Well, we do that every single day. We connect people that have a problem with carriers that can provide a solution. What I'm trying to get you to do is to make a little more revenue by bringing in those other people who want your customer. Yeah. And then hosting or dual doing events with those guys. George, uh, Rick, Rick, you're on, right? George Burrs? Bur George, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, George is one of my guys, and George talks about this all the time. So, George, just tell them, if you don't mind, I know, I know we're kind of giving away some of the secret sauce. So tell them what you're doing with restaurants and I know the latest event you and I were talking about, you had something else that you were doing. Can you share that with the group? Well, which tell me which one we're doing. The one that we, we sat down and we figured out the postcards for, and we had the now, list. This is Rick. This isn't George. Maybe it's that's the Well, no, why. George is his middle name. I call him George. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Just making See, sure. When, when, people, when, when you share money with people, you call them by names other people don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so Rick, why don't, if you would, the, the last one that I was working with uh, with you guys on to, you said I got this whole list. Let's go to truckers. How about that? Let's just go to truckers. Okay. What are you All doing right. with truckers? Well, with truckers, we, we figured out a way to um, basically figured out where their X dates were uh, off of a, of a database here in Texas. So we know when they're going to renew. And we're sending out postcards about nine days in advance to see if we can't talk to them about, you know, uh, their renewal if they're looking to uh, save some money. We have we have 12 carriers. Be honest with you, uh, 12 admitted carriers here in Texas appointed to me as an agent. And so it's uh, we we tell them we can get them quotes from 12 different carriers, and our goal is to find them the best box to get in for the best price. And we put together a video. Didn't we send out an audio? We have a recorded hotline. Yeah. All that stuff. We did a hot. We did we did all three, with the um, we did the video. Uh, we did a, a, a. They could call into the hotline number, and a video. How long ago did you start in. this, Rick? Well, we we've been we've been doing it about ninety days. Oh, you still do, been doing it about ninety days? Okay, so how's it going? Yeah, we, how's we've it been working? doing it off and on for a year. Is what we've been doing. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. but, you know, one of my biggest accounts is $45,000 out of it. Wow. In the last 90 days. Uh, that was in six months, six months ago. Does people, do people uh, use the hotline? Yeah, they call, they call it their convenience. That's you don't, 
Yeah, that's just what they do. And How course, long is the message on that, roughly? About two and a half, two and a half minutes. And it just gives details, just basic things to carry them along to call in later, or what's it do? It just says, as your, as your, basically it says, does your current, does your current agent uh, shop for you like you shop for yourself when you go to the store? That's what we do. That's the difference between me and Allstate down the road. They can only sell you Allstate. Right. Do you know roughly how many calls you've got to that? I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just curious. I've really thought about doing this. I, I listened to Billy tell me about it. I've thought about it a couple of times, just haven't done it. I don't understand why you haven't. It's it's free. It doesn't cost you any money to do. And even if only five people called in, that's five people that doesn't you didn't matter. Do anyway. yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I just got to do it, Billy. But I'm just saying. It's, it's... Okay. So, Rick, I don't know when you, la when you last looked at it. I actually went and looked at it probably – I talked to Daisy probably two weeks ago and I actually yeah. went and looked at that campaign. And so I think we're averaging somewhere like 10 a week or something like that, but pretty much yeah. right. But for someone to pick up a phone and actually call in and listen for two and a half minutes, that means they're interested. Okay. But also it's ran right. through my data super center. Cause you know, Rick is one of, one of my guys. So it runs through our data super center, which automatically tracks that phone number and bills a record for that person. So we we track all that information. Billy, anyway, that's getting off course. It's getting off course, but I'm just saying these are things that agents can do to connect. So now, as we build that list, when we get ready to do another conference call, and I got 500, 1,000, 2,000 truckers' phone numbers that have called in and given us permission to text, given us permission to call. Now, so if I want to do something with that, if I want to put together an event, and I say, guys, I'm going to have an event where I'm going to have 2,000 truckers on the call. We want access to this. Here's how much it's going to cost. That's genius. And I mean, it's genius because it's just that's just thinking outside the box and understanding and leveraging, like you said, as a connector. Um, if you're it's it's like anything, it's the data off of them on the other side. You know, anytime you're pulling people together, it's becoming it's like the uh, video that I shared with Joe Rogan, guys. Everybody needs to look at that. It's eight minutes long and how. Uh, this guy Schultz is going off on how the ripoff of Ticketmaster and how they're creating this other platform that's going to allow them to have less fees, but they get to keep the data. And mm -hmm. Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan is sitting there talking with him, and Andy says, "Well, how great would it be, Joe, if I when I can have my data point of all my people in Idaho, and Joe, when you go to Idaho, I'll just give you my data, and it helps you with you become better and find out who your customers are based on my data." And I about fell over when I was listening to this because this, once again, is everything that's going on out there in the industry and data is becoming huge. And, and, and I think with the data enables, Billy, for us to make that part easier where we're selling access because we're selling yes. access, yes, to them, like you said, the brand and resources. But there, I, what, would, what would data be? Data would be almost like a resource in a way there. Oh, it is. It absolutely doing. is. So we get their email. I mean, J Jason, you know me. For me to put out something – you're going to have to give me an email address, a phone number. You got to give me something because you're, you now need to be part of my community. I don't just put out shit for free. You know right. what I mean? I don't do that. And it's not because I want to sell you because all you guys know, I don't harass you. I don't sell you. When you download one of our work plans or download something else, you don't get 10 emails and five phone calls. You get nothing, right? Right. Until I'm ready to use it. 
So now when I'm ready to put out my fix my insurance agency, I've got 6,000 email addresses and phone numbers and text messages that I can send out and say, here's an event that I think you should be a part of. The problem with data is when we abuse the data. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's the problem. And that's what carriers are concerned with. And carriers are the biggest abusers. Why is one? Why is it that one of my customers is getting 15 different emails from travelers or from Safeco or from whatever? That's not their role. That's not their place. They're minimizing my effectiveness because they're oversaturating my customers with contacts. So I'm very careful of that to make sure that my customers know you're going to get information from two different places. One is going to be from the carrier. We have nothing to do with that. That's between you and the carrier. The other one's going to come from us. You'll know it's from us because it will say, Bob, Joe, Ted, Dan, this is the agency and this is us. Read this. This is important. Also, I'm going to text you. The carrier is not going to text you. I'm going to text you. So don't confuse 10 different contacts and think that they're all the same. They're not. Only one of those is from me. The other one's from the carrier. So, Billy, here's what I want to wrap up with. Everybody, you're going to like this, so be sure to stay tight here. We're going to get off at, a, oh, shit, it's 11.02. My fault, my fault, my they fault. They know if I'm get... involved, it's going to run over. You guys yeah, yeah, know that, right? I know, if but I'm, I'm strict on that. Get off if right. you want, but I want to add, let you know something. Something that Billy said at a Fix My Agency, you're going to find this entertaining. I actually thought about this this morning. Um, when I was doing some of my reading, I read that Nike actually has decided to pull out. They did a little test, and they decided to pull out from Amazon. And everybody's Mm -hmm. saying, oh, now all the other brands are going to happen. Listen to this, agents. This was interesting. Billy, this is something you said at the Fix My Agency. You went off on one of your little tirade things, which I love because that's what I do, and everybody loves that about (laughs) us. But you went off and you said, the day that you become a showroom for Amazon is the day your demise is going to happen. And I think Nike heard you. And I'm being serious in that because they're obviously thinking the same thing because they're pulling their product off of it because the day that I go into a Nike store and I look at the shoe and say, yeah, that's the one I want, but I want it in pink. So I'm going to go order that on Amazon. I think they're saying allowing our people to be able to do that is going to kill us. And it Mm -hmm. made me think of that this morning. Anything you want to elaborate on? on, Yeah, let me explain what that was. So guys, what I was telling you was the difference between Blockbuster and Netflix. Blockbuster became Netflix's showroom. I used to go to Blockbuster stores, stand there with the list, make a list of movies I wanted to see, and then go order them from Amazon. Okay, And that's what insurance agents are doing when all we talk about is price, 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 price. People are coming. They're getting quotes from us. They're wasting our time, wasting our staff. And then they're going out to the elephant and to the lizard and to whatever little pachyderm and you know everything else that's out there getting quotes. So that's what we that's what you can't become. You can't become Amazons or Geico's or Liberty Mutuals. You can't become their showroom. And that's what happens when you're when you are not efficient in the way you're dealing with customers. So if a customer has to sit on the phone with me for 45 minutes to get a quote and yet they can go to Amazon and get that same quote for 15 you know, in 15 minutes or 12 minutes or whatever it is they say, then guess what? I'm not efficient. So that means what are they going to do? They're going to come. I'm going to do all this damn work like Internet leads. I'm going to get the quote together. I'm going to give it to them. They're going to take my quote and they're going to shop it some other place, which is why. And I know you guys, a lot of you won't do this. And I've talked to you about it. But this is why when we are doing a large quote, we make them sign a non-disclosure. Yeah, I will work up this deal for you on your fleet. 
I'll work up this deal for you on your airport. I'll do this deal for you for this. But you need to sign a non-disclosure that says you won't take my work and share it with any other agent. I've never heard you say that before, Billy. That's actually genius. <laughs> that's just that's just the truth. I think Muhammad and I talked about this one time. You know, I, yeah. I believe it was Muhammad. I'm not sure. But wow. yeah, we do that. We do that NDA because I'm not going to have my people do all the damn work and then become a showroom for some bigger agent down the street. Wow, that is interesting. I am actually going to think of that. In the meantime, everybody, I don't want to steal your time. But Billy, uh, fix my agency. Where can they find out more about this? Just go to fixmyagency.com or go oh. to Inspire Nation. Yeah, or, or go to Inspire Nation and click on the Fix My Agency Workshop tab. And guys, like I said, we're going to have vendors there this year. They're not coming as vendors. They're coming as solution providers. So if I'm in the room and I say, guys, I need you to pull a report on, on all of your closed activities so we can spot check that. And you go, hell, I don't know how to pull that report. I'm gonna say, well, who's your AMS? Oh, we're, we're, uh, we're Epic. Okay, Epic, where's my Epic rep? Come show this, come show them how to pull that report. Wow, that's I'm good, Billy. I'm Epic and Hawksoft and all those guys how to pull reports in their systems because they don't know either. <laughs> Billy, changing our industry, one AMS and report at a time. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being a mastermind member. Day two is in decline, and so it's followed by death. So just keep in my, keep that in mind that uh, it's always, always, always day one. See ya. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.